0: Hello and welcome to Bike Tales. It's spring in Ottawa. After weeks of slowly receding snow cover, interspersed with bursts of rain and sunshine, the city is starting to look forward to the long days of summer. Today I'm at the Flora Footbridge on the Rideau Canal. The canal was built in 1832, connecting Ottawa with the city of Kingston and Lake Ontario, 200 kilometres to the south. A UNESCO World Heritage Site, it's a big draw to the city all year round. In the winter, it's transformed into the world's largest outdoor skating rink. In summer, it's a busy tourist destination with leisure boats and holidaymakers. Although the Rideau Canal was built to connect two locations... It's also created an aquatic barrier, particularly for people on foot or bikes.
1: You have uh, very physically active residential communities on both sides of the Rideau Canal, in Old Ottawa East and in the Glebe, and not far away Old Ottawa South, who feel hemmed in by the Rideau Canal.
0: That's the voice of David Chermyushenko, a former Ottawa City councillor, author, and filmmaker, who played a key part in getting the Flora Footbridge built. He's the son of a Canadian diplomat who spent his early years in Finland. He arrived in Ottawa at age seven with a passion for moving about on a bicycle.
1: What I love about cycling is the freedom. Freedom and liberty, which are terms that some people who traditionally are naysayers of cycling use. It's that feeling that when you hop on a bike in a city that is remotely cycling friendly, I can go anywhere and I can do it at my speed. And I can do it in almost all weather, and that I know how long it's going to take me to do it. There is no traffic jam or cancelled bus that's going to make me late for work. There's just me forgetting to leave on time and check the headwind. <laughs> but yeah, it's a freedom. You can list all of the climate improvements and the physical fitness, and it's all of those things. It's exhilarating, and yeah, what did someone put it? In? Whoever finishes their commute to work or ride home feeling worse than when they left on a bicycle.
0: David has made Ottawa his home and over the last 50 years he's seen firsthand some of the significant changes the city has seen to active travel routes. It's seeing the success and failures of those changes that has brought us to the Rideau Canal today. But first, it's important to understand how Ottawa has changed
1: for cyclists in his lifetime. My young years and teenage years saw the National Capital Commission, the NCC, building out these tremendous pathways along mostly the waterways, along the Rideau Canal, the Rideau River, the Ottawa River, through some of the Greenbelt. The idea that you could go for a long spin on a bicycle, in a sense replacing the Sunday drive, which was a thing... And yet there was really a sense that unless you just so happen to have your home and your school or your home and your and your office or a shop along those pathways, it was scary to go from A to B, to actually use it for commuting or as a you know, unless your school was right in a, a quiet suburban neighborhood, that you would use the bicycle for that.
0: After the initial success of the recreational pathways, car ownership and the population grew. And the city struggled to create a sustainable transport plan that allowed all users access to safe routes. Ottawa could have ended up like most other North American cities had it not been for a well-timed trip to Europe.
1: There was a loss of ridership of going to schools because even those leafy suburbs where I grew up, more and more people had cars, they were driving them faster and the two-lane roads had become four-lane or six-lane and in a sense you were kind of islanded, you were trapped in your little neighbourhood. So to go further afield had actually become harder and scarier. It was late 90s and even into the 2000s, one pivotal moment where a couple of key city planning staff and uh, National Capital Commission went to a conference in Denmark and came back saying, my eyes have been opened. We have to have an east-west and eventually a north-south spine route through the city. One that actually goes through the central streets, not that skirts it along the river and then good luck to you uh, your final ten blocks.
0: The Laurier Avenue bike lane was built, providing a protected east-west route across centre town. But cross-city connectivity was stifled by a lack of active travel routes across the canal, even though there are obvious signs that there was a need for them.
1: Look at the Rideau Canal when it is frozen in winter. It's just frozen over, there's snow on it. It's not yet open for skating. Look at all the footprints. There are hundreds of people illegally walking across the Rideau Canal because it saves them a 10 or 15 minute walk all the way around to the nearest bridge. And that's kids going to middle schools, elementary schools, high schools, people going shopping. So there's no better way to see the need than where people are actually, you know, quote, cheating and doing something that (laughs) that they want to do anyway.
0: And so a landmark event occurred in the early 2000s with the building of the first bridge solely for pedestrians
1: and cyclists. The Corktown Bridge, the big battle over a bridge where cars won't be allowed on it? How could we do that? Uh, All that money, and look, there's a bridge, there's another bridge a kilometer over, you know, being facetious in my tone here, but it was really that. It was, but there's already a bridge just over there. Well, yes, there is. It's dominated by fast-moving, aggressive cars, and nobody is cycling on it. Put one here and see what happens. Well, that passed by I think one vote, maybe two votes, just barely. Uh, and uh, anecdote, when I got elected to city council, my neighbouring councillor sitting next to me at council said, that's the worst vote I ever cast. She had voted against it. And she saw the success of it and was willing to admit that's the worst vote I ever cast.
0: The Corktown Bridge linked the University of Ottawa campus with Centre Town and quickly became popular with students, commuters and tourists. What followed was a clamour for every district to build bridges and unify neighbourhoods. A second bridge was built across the neighbouring Rideau River in 2015, but David continued the battle for more pedestrian and cycling connectivity over the canal in the Capital Ward, and in 2017... He finally got the go ahead to build an active travel crossing between Clegg Street and Fifth Avenue.
1: The Flora Footbridge is, as my wife calls it, David's Bridge, because she knows how much of my life, energy, and almost blood, certainly sweat, I put into making it happen. The Flora Footbridge is, in one sense, just a bridge over the Rideau Canal. But where it is really matters.
0: Spanning 123 metres, the Flora Footbridge, named after Flora MacDonald, a Canadian politician, is a remarkable piece of architecture that took less than a year to construct. Every day, between 1500 and 3500 journeys are made across it on foot or by bike. And at night, it takes on a new form when its striking white concrete archways are floodlit. After the success of Ottawa's first active travel bridge, special consideration was made in planning the width of the Foot Bridge, which is a generous five metres wide compared to Corktown's three.
1: We had the experience of the Corktown Bridge further downtown and its width to know that actually sometimes it's jammed, especially when you have tourists doing what you want tourists to do, which is stop and take pictures and enjoy the view. And so cycling and walking across that bridge at certain moments... You, slow right down almost to a stop. And so we knew that a wider bridge would, would be popular. We also knew with, it, with its location, with its iconic views of, of certain parts of Ottawa, it would be very popular to just go as a destination, stop, take that picture. And so when you've got a bunch of people doing that, oblivious to the fact that there's bicycles going by we needed the extra span we also knew that there are major events at lansdowne and there would be large groups of people at certain times wanting to cross all at the same time so it had to be available for that
0: david along with the mayor and his fellow city councillors and politicians worked hard to get the Flora footbridge funded designed and eventually built and his belief in the project has proved right at every step of the way it opened two months ahead of schedule with $2 million under budget and appears to be universally popular.
1: I find the design pretty
0: sympathetic. It's very nice and I use it maybe a couple times a week. I walk across it and I cycle across it. I'm quite happy with it.
1: I use it pretty often too. It's a nice connection between the two neighbourhoods. Main Street offers some services that we actually use. The green door and the little Café Pensée and Singing Pebble Books they're charming and so we use this as a footbridge yeah an all-season bridge
0: aesthetically i think it's very nice i think they've done a good job of kind of the surrounding landscaping as well which is a plus i live in the glebe but the power's out in my apartment today so i've been cycling around town and just having a bit of an explore i think it looks great i'm from a little bit further away so this is actually my first time on the bridge but very convenient so much better than before because it was really hard to get from one side to the other it's You have to go quite a long ways away. It looks great. I think it adds to the spirit of the neighbourhood. Overall, very happy with it. David hopes that infrastructure like the Flora Footbridge has an impact that's wider than just the neighbourhoods in Ottawa that it connects.
1: I realised that a city designed to make cycling attractive and safe is a better city for everyone the design steps that you take to make it quieter, calmer, more vibrant, more people-friendly benefit everyone, including the drivers, because every driver at some point gets out of their car to do something. And then they go, oh, wow, has Main Street ever become more pleasant to be on? Maybe I'll come here more often. Yeah, sometimes it's painful to do a pioneering project, but in the end, there's a certain pride in it, but more important than pride, it's just the, the pleasure of, of being of being on the Flora footbridge of being on, on Main Street and, and knowing that it's the future.
0: Ottawa City is sprawling and at just under 3,000 kilometers in size, there's still a long way to go in creating safe bike routes, particularly in the suburbs. But as my interview with David draws to a close, there's a reminder of how successful the central active travel corridors are. David and I have of course arrived at the Flora footbridge on our bikes. And when he offers to lend me a copy of his documentary, Bike City, Great City, I join him for a companionable cycle west down the canal and take a quiet side street to his house in Old Ottawa South. Once the DVD has been collected, I'm able to reorientate myself to navigate in a different direction and connect with a new cycle route, this time along the Rideau River pathway, which takes me north for 10 kilometres and back to my neighbourhood. Next time, I meet local activists fighting for better street conditions in their neighbourhood.
1: It's a matter of priority. There's just no will at this point, right?
0: Bike Tells tells the story of cities and their cyclists. It's written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell at StorySolutions.net.